0: what's up everybody welcome to have to cast episode number 84 is it 84 i don't know what it is 84 85 86 89 120 who fuck cares uh we're back we were on vacation i'm josh that's brett hello what's up merry christmas welcome to the show welcome to the danger zone we have a
1: pretty big episode today talking about silent hill Silent Shield. Finally. Silent Shield. At shit. this point, not even excited.
0: Not even excited.
1: Everything's leaking, dude.
0: Well, you know what we are. <clears throat> Leak busters. That's right. We are. Busted makes me feel good. All right, so listen, first of all, top of the show. If you're watching this on playback Links will be in the description if you're just here for Silent Hill. But you should listen to the whole show. Okay? That's my my guarantee to you. But quick topic rundown, and then we'll get into the meat and potatoes. Uh, we'll yes. have a media consumption update. Uh, we, did, we were just on vacation together, so a lot of it will be crossover. Um, yes. And then we're going to have the abysmal abysmal chronicles some stuff in there about mario maker 2 uh a chess story which i couldn't believe the headline when i read it uh disney wanting to release a star wars game in perpetuity forever until we all die of boredom of it Uh, pretty much the smile viral marketing campaign which is slick and then something about russia and the sims 3 which i have no idea what that is then of course our main topic talking about silent hill and uh then that'll be it that's the show so um where do you want to start brett
1: I want to start with the media consumption update josh i want to talk about what we watched played and watched we're not talking we were about in.
0: california at all to start
1: i was gonna wait because that's bad but
0: oh no i just meant that we were on vacation
1: right we were on vacation we have an update for uh for anyone that's interested in what we did there we have a little vlog coming out
0: mm-hmm.
1: so we were in california we were.
0: It was great. It was not. Do you listen. It was good to be with you guys. What's up, Christian? It's good to be with you guys. It was good to be with, see Brandon, our friend Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. We did some good stuff. You know, yeah, we did. We, we hugged through some redwoods, which was slick. We went to uh, Alcatraz, which I'm wearing a shirt of, and is yep. keying out. Looks like a little bit. Um, you know, we we had some good food. Uh, our house was nice went to mount diablo not to mount diablo i forgot about that i drove a
1: wild tarantula
0: we did i forgot about that we drove some really uh treacherous you, roads you drove up a mountain several times up and down a mountain several times pretty proud of myself for that to be honest with you
1: were you nervous no you didn't seem nervous i was i wasn't scared or nervous for you at all no i was fine or my
0: life no i was fine um i, I have full confidence in my abilities to operate a motor vehicle Right. Um, but uh, I must say, I will never ever go back to that state ever again. It was a terrible experience, uh, for several reasons. And uh, I don't know. I don't think we want to get into it, but let's just say that the vlog will tell you exactly why that is. So. Right. And it's short and sweet and right to the point. It is less than two minutes, and I have nothing else to say about my experience there other than that.
1: I'll post some pictures from the trip on our. TikTok and instagram and all that yeah we but, do have
0: uh, some good pictures you already yeah. posted one i saw
1: i posted a TikTok. yeah
0: yeah um i have nothing else to say other than i i want to die so that's about it yeah yeah look forward to that yeah christian already knows probably because uh, yeah we chatted with him a little bit but uh yeah so we'll either uh we maybe we'll give a sneak peek of the vlog at the end of this show or i mean and it'll, it'll definitely be up by uh, 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 it, it, it As its own video, it, too. It, it. So, anyway, let's get into the media consumption update. You want to go first? You want me to go first? We have a lot of crossover. Josh. Right.
1: I'm offering you one media consumption update. Deal or no deal? Deal. Deal. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a media consumption update. Let's talk about what we did and what we watched, and what we played. Um, I will go first, Josh. A lot yeah. of uh, a lot of stuff kind of transitions between the both of us. Yeah. So let's just let's just do some re- quick reviews of some of the stuff that we did together. Sure. <laughs> so f- first of all, we watched the film Barbarian. Barslickian. That movie was awesome. And it was not what I thought it was going to be. That movie
0: all. was awesome. And you know what's even more awesome about that movie is who it was directed by. Yeah, And who it was written by. If you ever watched The Whitest Kid You Know, literally the most abysmal human on that show, in the best way, wrote and directed this film. Um, (laughs) Christian's talking about here in the uh, Deal or No Deal track. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, Yeah, Barbarian was awesome. Really fucking wild. Wild ride. Uh, Subverted my expectations thrice times. Um, And when a movie can do that and still feel genuine and good and slick, then it's good. And uh, I think we both gave it five stars or close to that on. Yeah, I gave it a pretty good review. High review on Letterboxd, which you should all follow us if you're not. So, yep.
1: Uh, Then we also saw the film Pearl.
0: Yes. After watching X.
1: Yeah. Which I should also mention we watched X or I watched X for the first time.
0: I watched it for the second time.
1: Right. So I will speak to X and say it was a pretty good horror film. Yeah. And I liked it. And the music was
0: awesome. One fucked up horror picture.
1: Mm hmm. Uh, And then I'll move on to Pearl, which we saw, I saw literally the next day. And Pearl was fucking slick and not what I thought it was going to be at all. And it was slow, but I was not bored.
0: Can I tell you something about Pearl? Yeah. Mia Goth is uh, one of the best actresses in the world. First of all, I know she won't get recognized because the Academy doesn't like genre movies. She deserves to be nominated for an Oscar for her performance in that movie. I mean, she's good in X. She's great in X. She does. She gives a performance that is, uh, I mean, quite literally, absolutely insane and incredible in Pearl. Yeah, and I have not seen somebody act the shit out of a part like that in a long time. So she deserves recognition for that. Second of all, I think I liked more. Mike liked Pearl more than X. It was just. It's not horror. In the sense that X is a horror movie. Right. You can classify X as a horror movie. Pearl has horror elements, but it's way more of like a dramatic character study, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I agree. I feel like there was more to Pearl than there was X. As if, what is it, Ty West? Yeah. I feel like Ty West almost came up with Pearl first. Mm Mm-hmm. And then wrote X and was like, well, I'll make X first and then mm-hmm. I'll do the prequel. Like, I feel like Pearl came first in his mind.
0: X, sure. X was probably easier to sell. Right. Right. And then when A24 was on board with X, they were like, OK, like, let's let's do this. Because um, right. now there's a there's going to be a sequel to X as well. But yeah, Pearl right. was awesome. Um, and it it is really I mean, it's a it's a villain origin story. It really is. Um, and what I'm really there's one thing about Pearl that I'm interested to get an answer on. And we do get an answer to it in X, but I'm curious as to how it was served is how does she convince her husband to stay with her? Right. Which is how the movie ends. And maybe that's a spoiler, I suppose, but it's not really because you're introduced to that at the very beginning of the movie. And if you watched X, you'd know. So um, I'm curious about how that works from how the movie ends. We see, obviously, how it does end in X, but anyway. Right. Good movie.
1: Well, yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, all right, the next one we saw was Speak No Evil, which I got to tell you, man, it really separated our crew of people that watched it with us. Um, half of us... Actually, I think everyone hated
0: it except me. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I didn't okay. hate it. I didn't hate it. Um, I felt like it was really disingenuous right and really really hard for me to watch which maybe that's the point but i don't actually know if the movie was self-aware or Mm. if it was just written poorly that's my sticking point
1: that's a good point i actually am i believe that the movie was self-aware okay and i feel almost as if it was like a comedy almost at points because of how abysmal these characters were and i gotta be honest with you i don't think there's a world where you can write that movie oh my god you are darker than
0: yeah
1: nebula um i don't think you can make that movie the way it was and not purposely make it like self-aware like
0: no i see your point
1: it's so ridiculous that there's no world in which that movie exists when it's
0: not self-aware in my eyes yeah no and I, i i do tend to agree with you but in the moment watching the movie, I'm like, like, the The main characters are so unlike, like, I have never hated two protagonists more in my entire life. They're really dumb. Not one of them had a redeeming quality. Nothing redeeming. There was nobody to root for in that movie. Right. You root Not for me. the bad guys almost. <laughs> Not even the victim. Because of how abysmal she is, too. So, I don't know. Yeah.
1: If you're interested, uh, it's called uh, Speak No Evil, and it's on Paramount or Prime or one of those uh,
0: streaming services. We, we watched it on the Slick. Yeah. Uh, Christian, I see you there, and I'll bring that up when we get to that read. So,
1: um, We also watched The Foot Fist Way.
0: Oh. That movie is 2006 goated. comedy. That movie's is goaded. Yeah. It if you're is... a fan
1: of Eastbound and Down or any Danny McBride project, uh, you'll love this. It's like one of his earlier movies that he made, and it's just really funny. It's awesome. It's got funny. a Napoleon Dynamite feel to it, if you ask me. Like a yeah. rogue indie film approach.
0: Yeah. Uh, so. uh, Christian, yeah. yes we did, and we're going to be talking about that in the Abysmal Chronicles. Smile. Mm. Uh, yeah, I liked it. It was funny.
1: Okay, that is all I have for movies, and I think that's all you have for movies. So I'm going to move on to TV for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, first of all, I got to get it out of the way. The reason mm-hmm. we're playing deal or no deal music is because, ladies and gentlemen, all we watched, besides all the other things that I'm talking about here, is deal or no deal. Because we found out that although we didn't have cable TV, we had internet TV, and there is a literal deal or no deal channel that just plays repeat episodes of deal or no deal over and over and over again that's right and at first we didn't really care but then we started watching it and you get hooked and then we just literally watched a bunch of episodes of deal or no deal
0: yeah when it was like you know we had a couple minutes or nothing to watch or over breakfast or you know just threw it on and i'll tell you what man that show sucks but also i guess it doesn't suck that much because we watched it
1: it's funny, dude. It is.
0: It's, funny. it's a good
1: game show, and it's it, funny.
0: It really is, and I can see why it was so popular for so long. Yeah. I mean, I literally been playing it on my phone. Oh, Hashtag no. Hashtag rigged, by the way. Yeah.
1: Uh, all right. Besides that, we both watched a couple episodes of Dahmer, the Netflix show.
0: Yes, I've watched more since then. I'm actually. I have as well. I'm almost done. I have two episodes left. Okay.
1: I'm not that far. Um, I've watched maybe one or two episodes after what we watched.
0: Yeah, I feel like the first three episodes specifically are really good like i was super hooked and then the show starts to meander right and now it's really meandering and it's Mm. like i was really hooked i don't think it needed to be 10 episodes i think it could have been half that and been way more compelling
1: right and that's because spoiler it starts at the end and then does flashbacks
0: basically Why is Dahmer getting heat in the news christian uh him oh, or, the, or the show
1: the show is getting heat because um the families of the victims are like why are we doing this again like enough like stop glorifying my my family member's death you know
0: i don't think it's glorifying anything to be honest with you right uh, but it's, it definitely starts to meander and like i'm on episode nine uh just watched eight last night and i'm like i could stop here and i'm good right so okay well that's not good news but i mean i'll finish it i will but eh. okay
1: um and then the last tv show that we can both talk about cyberpunk edge runners you're not sold after two episodes i was sold after the first two episodes and fucking blew through the rest of that show and it's a five out of five for me trigger is awesome and that show slaps i'm sorry that you're not digging it josh but
0: i mean i will probably get back to it but you and i had the conversation and i think you're right it's just that i while i acknowledge the fact that trigger is slick with their animation and like visual styling and all that stuff i just don't think i like the way they tell stories right right it's just not compelling to me um so yeah and maybe it's because know. the narrative kind of takes a back seat which i don't think is really the case actually for edge runners um but i just i don't know i just it you know
1: well i'll say like character development takes back like a back seat and you don't really get to spend a lot of time it's a short series they introduce a lot of characters you're introduced to them you, get, you have to get connected to them very quickly. Otherwise, you don't care if they die or you know something happens to them. So I get that. But to me, all the other shit outweighs that. And I get slicked off by it. Mm-hmm. So,
0: And Christian says he's back into cyberpunk because of it. And I know you are too, correct?
1: Yeah. Yes, I am.
0: Okay.
1: So. Uh, and then I also am watching She-Hulk. I just got caught up yesterday on the episodes I missed while we were on vacation. And that show is still good. And Daredevil is about to be in it, and I'm about to be excited for that. Wow, so
0: very cool. I still might check it out.
1: What about you? What else are you watching TV?
0: Uh, yeah. For me, uh, the only other I have two, oh, three other things to add. First of all, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. That show is slick, right? Uh, what else is slick is that there is a uh, professor of Tolkien literature uh, who I watch analysis on each episode, and he does a really deep dives. And it's really funny how the narrative has changed in the Lord of the Rings fandom since his videos took off, uh, because everybody, re- everybody that didn't real like it realized that they're morons. So, mm. good. Uh, I've liked it from the beginning. I love that show. I think it's excellent. Um, uh, and it's just you know, it's exciting to see a high budget adaptation of uh, Tolkien's work. So, loving it. Um, also watching, um, uh, House of the Dragon from Game of Thrones. Also loving it. We just had the big time skip uh, that I've been waiting for and I was nervous about and I'm no longer nervous about it because it was slick. Uh, and the, Good. the the actresses that play the characters that we got attached to are awesome and they feel correct and that show is awesome and it's slick and uh, I love it. So Good. I'm happy for you. Yeah. And then lastly for TV and anime, watching, watch the first three episodes of Andor. That show was getting sucked. I'm here to tell you, I am not sucking. I'm here to I'm here to tell you, it's actually it's a no deal for me. It's no deal. Yeah, I'm closing the lid. No deal. I'm not taking it. Don't wow. want it. Don't want it. Um, which is a shame because there is a character that is going to be in the next episode that I'm really curious to see how they adapt her. Um, but I really am sick and tired of Star Wars TV. I'm sick and tired of Star Wars. And I can't believe I'm saying it, but I am. I'm tired of it. I'm done. I'm out. Actually. Just like Marvel, I'm I'm out. Even though Kenobi was good? Kenobi was pretty good. But that's a little different. Kenobi, I have, you know, deep, deep ties to. Andor, unfortunately, I don't know why I'm watching it. (laughs) Like I was watching, like I watched the three episodes. Or an episode on the plane and then I watched the other two when I got back home. And you know, halfway through the third episode, I'm like, I really don't want to watch this. This is not interesting to me at all.
1: That's why I don't even know why it was made, because I don't know who would want to watch that.
0: People that suck off Rogue One, which there's a lot.
1: There are, yeah, and Rogue One's good,
0: but I don't know, man. It's it's very milk it's milk toast. That's all I can say. Right. And yeah, Christian says that he dies in Rogue One, which we know that doesn't really matter because you can tell a compelling story if you know the ending, but I just don't really think he's particularly that compelling of a character. (laughs) So. That's a problem. um, Well, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so that was TV for me. I have a couple. Did you even talk about games or no? Oh, not yet. Well, I will. Um, Well, let me talk about this first. Books. I finished The Hobbit which uh, one of the items that got disappeared when we went there, but uh, you were nice enough to replace that for me, and I'll suck you off for that, and I finished it. Uh, that book is awesome. I also started reading Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Rings, the first book. I'm about halfway through it now. That book is incredible. That's all I have to say about it. Most compelling piece of literature I've read in my entire life. Literally, dudes rock the book. That's good. So
1: I have a quick book as well. I didn't write it, but
0: yeah,
1: I recommend, I don't know if it's oh, going to yeah. key out a little bit before the coffee gets cold. A, a coworker recommended it to me. <laughs> so I picked it up when we were in California
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, basically it's just a little story about a cafe where you can uh, go back in time to any moment in that cafe, but you have to return back before your coffee gets cold. Otherwise you get stuck there forever. So, um, Pretty cool, check it out. Very nice. I'm about one fourth of the way done.
0: Nice. All right, really quickly. Um, I started playing and stopped playing Fallout New Vegas, uh, for reasons. Um, played Metal Hellsinger Singer on Xbox. I'm almost done. Pretty good. Pretty good.
1: I played that on the plane a little bit, but I didn't play enough that it was different than the demo, so I didn't feel like putting it in here because I I basically already played what I played. But yeah, I like it.
0: Yeah, uh, it's pretty good. Pretty short, but it's it's nice. Um, also, started playing Deathloop on PS PlayStation PS Five. Mm. Here's my problem. I you like don't like it. Arcane. No, no, I like you like it. it. I do like it. But here's my thing. I don't cool. normally like Arcane games. This game, it it's too much for me. It's it's too much. It's like hey. You just need to go in and do this thing and then move on. And even the game is like, you know, you can come back later. Don't spend all your time doing this. Don't do with all this right now. You know, you don't need to do this. And my freaking ADHD checklist brain is like, I gotta, I, I can't leave. I gotta do all this shit. I got so much fucking shit on me. I gotta do all this shit. And then I'm doing right. stuff. And then I realize you really can't do anything because the game, like, pigeonholes you and it has this, like day like day night system where you have to go back to other areas and i got back to the menu and it's like oh you got you could visit at six different times a day and i literally was like "Ah, i'm fucking done with this shit and i closed the game and deleted it off my console literally the definition of i got too much fucking shit on me yeah it it overwhelmed me the menu system is terrible i was like and the loop the core loop is interesting to me but i i i can't fucking deal with it right now Literally, as you said, too much fucking shit all over you. I can't fucking deal with it right now. And Kristen What says, you're telling me is no deal. No deal. It's, it's, he said it's confusing how much you need to do. Yeah, exactly. It, it's just... I can't do it right now. Bye-bye. That's right. Lastly, Smash. We played a lot of Smash down at Cali. That game is fun. That's all I have to say. Okay.
1: Uh, I'm back in Rayman Legends trying to get that Platinum um i'm playing cyberpunk 2077 trying to finish the game i played some earthbound on the plane Mm. on the way home from california that's cool and then also we played the modern warfare 2
0: beta two days ago oh i forgot about that that game fucking sucks (laughs) i feel like i'm playing the same game i did the first time we played modern warfare 2 i mean what what who what are we doing what what are we doing? I certainly played it. I could say that. What what is go what the hell is going on? What are you doing, step bro? Like it's am I wrong or is this oh. just the same? It's just the same fucking thing. It's just the same. It really is. It truly is the same thing.
1: Just adding things they took out years ago because no one liked it. Features that people complained about are now back in the game because it's been years.
0: Yeah. And especially, I mean, you sent me the Robert Bowling thing, which is funny, talking about taking out like Last Stand and all that stuff. Um, But the other thing that came to mind... Which is back. Yeah. That came to mind is when you get flashed, you don't know what the hell's going on. You don't know what the hell's going on. And that calls back... To the f- the the famous, the infamous, if you will, quote of requeese, and the flashbang. So, uh,
1: all
0: right, the game sucks.
1: Um, I don't think there's anything else in our in our media consumption, so I think it's time to move on. Um, do you have anything else you want to say? No. Roll the intro.
0: Oh, shit. Okay. No deal. All right, Brett, what do we got for the Abysmal Chronicles?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to have to Guest. Uh We're going to talk about the Abysmal Chronicles. The Abysmal Chronicles is a section of the show where we talk about things that were just a little bit too abysmal to make it as our main topic. But we always start off the Abysmal Chronicles with the video game releases for the next week. Ladies and gentlemen, I have for you a nice little title called The Spirit and the Mouse yeah, This does not sound like a real game, and it's coming out on PC on September 26th, uh, which was two days ago. That was yesterday. Or yesterday. I'm sorry,
0: shouldn't have included uh, that.
1: Life is Strange Arcadia Bay Collection comes out on Switch today. Penko Park comes out on Switch today. Penko Bear comes. Deathverse Let It Die comes out for PS4 on September 28th. Is this Let It Die like I think it, it is Let It Die? I don't fucking know, dude. Like a re like a re release of Let It Die. Listen, dude,
0: Death Verse. Hold on, I'm looking it up. Then we have Carl C A R L coming out for PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch. uh, Oh shit, dude! What? So Death
1: Verse Let It Die is a full scale survival action game in the same world as Let It Die, which is the Suda 51 game. Yeah. Um, hundreds of years after the events of that game, the players participate in a violent survival TV show. Death Jamboree as a contestant.
0: That sounds kind of cool, actually.
1: I'm going to suck that off. Um, I'm going to leave this tab open so I don't forget. Um, all right. Did you already say Carl? hmm Did you already say Moonbreaker? No. All right. Moonbreaker comes out on PC on September 29th. Valkyrie Elysium comes out on PS5 and PS4 on September 29th. FIFA 23 is coming out for PC, PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, PS4, and Xbox One on September 30th. My Little Pony, a Maritime Bay Adventure, comes out for PS5, Xbox Series, SNX on September 30th. And finally, the game we've all been waiting for, Overwatch 2, releases on PC, PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on October 4th. Hell yeah. Let's jump into our stories for today. The first one's pretty interesting josh super mario maker 2 creator releases super mario bros 5 after seven years of work now i want to reiterate this isn't the actual creator of the video game super mario maker 2 he is a creator in super mario maker 2 mm-hmm. so this is coming from polygon the story says it's finally happened super mario bros 5 is here and by here We actually mean fully realized and created inside Super Mario Maker 2 by a fan and not Nintendo. So
0: it's not here and it's not official.
1: Right. It's been 32 years since Nintendo launched Super Mario World, the last truly classic Mario Bros. platformer before the modern era in Japan. Since then, we've gotten numerous 3D Mario games, modern 2D, new Super Mario Bros. games, and even Mario games where you can make other Mario games. But many fans have wondered over the years, will Nintendo ever return to the classic era And give us one more great platformer in the style of Super Mario Bros. 3 and Super Mario World. The answer to that question is no. (laughs) Super Mario Maker 2 level creator and Twitter user Metroid Mike 64 has given us the next best thing. Uh, After what they describe as seven years of work, Metroid Mike 64, aka Mikey underscore Mike on Switch Online, has built a spiritual successor to the original Mario Tetralogy, boldly titled Super Mario Bros. 5. Woo! Metroid Mike Super Mario Bros. 5 contains 40 courses and 8 full worlds. They use a wide variety of game styles in the Levels 2, with Super Mario World taking up 24 of the courses, Super Mario Bros. 3 making up 14 of the courses, and the final two courses made in the original Super Mario Bros. style. Uh, Metroid Mike 64 says that the Super Mario Bros. 2 Mushroom also makes an appearance uh, in the video game. So, this is fucking awesome.
0: It's pretty cool. I, brought, I bought Super Mario Maker and uh, never played it.
1: Well, I'll tell you this, the interface for making levels in Super Mario Maker and Super Mario Maker 2 is pretty easy and pretty, like, you know, fun to use. It's not, like, a hard thing to use and to program or whatever, but uh, I can't imagine spending seven years making levels. And not only that, but apparently Metroid Mike 64 even, like, made the levels in a way where they ramp up in difficulty just like a real Mario game would go. Uh, it's not like... Balls to the wall, difficult the whole way through. There's easy levels, just like in a traditional video game, and then it ramps up as you go. There's boss battles, there's all that. So, uh, kudos to him. Seven years is a really long time for something like that.
0: Yeah, long time to get debt to To dedicate to something that Nintendo is probably going to shut down and delete. Right. <clears throat> Which is fucking abysmal. So
1: now nah, the fact that it's in uh, Mario Maker 2, I think it's it's safe, but. If he tries releasing it outside of that somehow, it ain't happening. All right, the next story is not really video game related. It's more of a board game related story. It's game Uh, related. Brace yourself. Chess champion breaks silence on anal bead cheating controversy. I couldn't even say it with a fucking straight
0: face. That is awesome, dude. I don't even know what this means, but I I didn't read anything about it, but I'm excited to know what's going on here.
1: I want to get it in one take, so I'm going to say it again. Chess... Chess champion breaks silence on anal bead cheating
0: controversy. Please explain.
1: Um, I will. The drama all started earlier this month when Carlson lost to Neiman. These are um, champions, by the way, uh, in an unusual match in their first ever meeting at the in-person Sinkfield Cup. Neiman should have been outclassed, but instead, Carlson made some mistakes and the 19-year-old capitalized on them with stunning precision. Rather than move on his next opponent, Carlson resigned from the entire tournament following the defeat and tweeted out a provocative YouTube clip that heavily implied he thought foul play was involved. The chess world spent the following week abuzz in heated debate and speculation about whether Neiman was in fact a cheater, and if so, how he may have accomplished it. On Twitch and Reddit, ch- <laughs> chess shitposters joked that Neiman used supercomputers inside of anal beads to communicate the best moves to him via vibration. There was no evidence that he did this, but the outlandish meme captured everyone's imagination in part because it reflected the fact that there was no evidence for Carlson's insinuation in the first place.
0: That is the most galaxy brain thing I've heard in my entire life. Well, unfortunately...
1: It has memed itself into reality because now, oh, after no. nearly a month of anal bead memes and chess drama, world champion Magnus Carlsen has finally opened up about his, his first stunning name defeat. is Magnus. Yeah, dude. That's awesome. He's finally opened up about his stunning defeat to 19 year old Grandmaster Hans Hans Neiman and his shocking stunts that followed the aftermath. Long story short, he does think Neiman is a cheater over the board and online, and he refuses to ever compete against him again. Quote, I believe that Neiman has cheated more and more recently than he has publicly admitted. Carlson wrote in a statement posted on his Twitter. Quote, his over-the-board progress has been unusual, and throughout our game in the Sink Field Cup, I had the impression that he wasn't tense or even fully concentrating on the game in critical positions, while outplaying me as black in a way I think only a handful of players can do.
0: End quote. I would like to see a movie about this.
1: So Neiman has actually come out since and said, fuck it. I'll play my next game naked to prove that I don't use a butt plug. But he didn't do – he's had games Uh, since then. He has not.
0: Beats, dude. Come on. Yeah. I don't even know how one would even engineer that to work. How would the information on the chessboard get communicated to the computer?
1: Someone in the crowd.
0: But quick enough to be able to make a move? Because you also have time limit when you're playing professional chess.
1: Listen, he didn't really have a fucking anal beat in that. Told him all the moves, but that's what people were speculating. He cheated somehow, apparently. So, Interesting. Yeah. All right, this next one
0: Hello
1: is about Star Wars. Uh, this is a rumor, but apparently Disney wants to release a new Star Wars game every six months. Please. That's twice a year. Please, no. This is coming from Game Rant. Uh, it is believed that Disney is looking to release two new Star Wars games every fiscal year, with one every six months, alternating between a major tentpole release and one smaller game. Lucasfilm Games is apparently on board with this new strategy, which can already be seen in the number of games currently in development. There's eight announced games, uh, Jedi Survivor from Respawn, Eclipse from Quantic Dream, and Amy Hennig's Star Wars game with Skydance. Uh, Of note, Quantic Dream's game in particular was hinted at being a development nightmare for David Cage's studio, according to the outlet sources, and could be four years out from release. Also of note, Knights of the Old Republic remake has also been suffering from development problems, forcing the game to be delayed and change developers from Aspire to Saber Interactive. How do you feel about two Star Wars games a year?
0: I don't want it. I don't want any more Star Wars, actually. In fact, I want the franchise to go away. I really do. I'm so sick of it. It's too much. Sorry. It's I'm sorry too, you feel that way. It is too much. Too much of a good thing is a bad thing. It's too much. I've already shit the bed with the games a lot, except for anything that Respawn is done. The one game that Respawn is done. <laughs> it's too much. We do not need this. I would be astonished if Amy Hennig's and David Cage's games actually release. I really would. I'm so sick of it. That's a fucking galaxy brain prediction. I'm so sick of it. Why? Amy Hennig hasn't released a game in like 15 years. What <laughs> the fuck is she it's doing? It's time. It's time, dude. No, it's not time. It's time for Star Wars to end.
1: Bye-bye. All right. Um, the next story here we have is not about video games. It's about a movie, and it's a movie that we've actually reacted to the trailer of. That would be Smile. Yes, we have TikTok Uh, on this. We do have a a TikTok on this. And a short. Uh, Smile's viral marketing places creepy actors at a baseball game. So if you haven't seen the viral clip, um, I don't know if Josh is playing it behind me or or what's happening here. But um, this is coming from Game Rant. So Paramount Pictures' upcoming horror movie Smile is attracting attention for a clever viral marketing stunt at several baseball games. Over the weekend, some people were spotted in the stands at several baseball games sporting creepy and suspicious smiles. It appears they were hired actors taking part in a viral marketing campaign for Paramount's new horror film, Smile. According to Sports Illustrated, there were at least two paid actors who attended three separate major league baseball games on Friday night. At the Red Sox versus the Yankees, the Mets versus the Athletics, and the Cardinals versus the Dodgers games. The actors sat completely still for hours and stared directly into the camera while smiling creepily. In one of the games, the actor was prominently placed right behind home plate.
0: Yep. This is such a cool idea. There was also one on like the Today Show or something like that.
1: There was one on the Today Show and there's been several like clips that have been leaked on Twitter of like them clearly making fake accounts and saying like, hey, I just saw this woman outside my house and like you can Mm -hmm. see the woman outside. Yeah, Um,
0: this is a very, very, first of all, good and entertaining, but also very intelligent marketing campaign. Right. And the fact that they themselves are saying nothing about it makes it even better.
1: Right. I actually did a little deep dive here, my friend, and I found their Reddit profile where they were doing some viral marketing as well. They were the ones sharing the clips all over different Mm. subreddits and the baseball clips. Smart, And they actually went on like no sleep threads and other like horror Mm. stuff like that and tried writing stuff. And when it was found out that they were a marketing campaign account, they removed all their posts. Mm. Um, yeah, no promotion. So, yeah, they didn't quite. They didn't quite. They were almost there, but they should have made a bunch of fake accounts and yeah, uh, done that instead of just posting everything from one account. Yeah,
0: or just have the if people from the marketing team have Reddit accounts, just use those. Right. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's. I mean, listen, it's still awesome. It's a no, really, it really unique idea for for viral marketing, it's and cool. I'm I'm loving it. And you know what? The movie comes out this weekend, and I might go see it.
0: I so. want to see it. I do. Yeah. I, I I've said this since I saw the first trailer. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. in. I know it might not be great. You know, it could suck. It could. But I'll tell you what. I I have a sneaking suspicion that it will at least be fun to watch. And if that is I the agree. case, then I'm there. i I don't need it to be a masterpiece as long as it entertains me which the marketing campaign and the trailer has then that's all i need right
1: all right let's move on to our last story for the abysmal chronicles josh i told you not to look into this one or read it or anything because i wanted you to have a raw reaction
0: all i know is it involves russia and the sims 3
1: right so this is actually coming from pc gamer And the story title is Bizarre Russian Propaganda Links The Sims 3 to Alleged Nazi Assassination Plot. Okay. So we hear about video games, you know, in politics a lot. It happens all the time. All that shit crosses over, usually in a really bad way. This is very random, comical almost. And honestly, when I tell you what people actually think happened, you're going to laugh. So... The story is, due to the illegal and ongoing war in Ukraine, the Russian state and security services are currently in full-on propaganda mode at home and abroad. Yeah. One of the latest claims involves the Federal Service, Federal Security Service, the FSB, foiling a bunch of Nazi assassins who allegedly were plotting the murder of one of Vladimir Solov, a Russian TV host. The raid came with a list of seized items and photographs of the hall. Naturally, this Nazi cell doesn't appear to be particularly shy about its affiliations. Among other things, the pictures include a Hitler sticker, swastika t-shirts, and multiple boxes of The Sims 3 and all of its expansions. BBC's Monitoring's Francis Scar tweeted out photos from FSB's footage, which can be seen below. Or seen if Josh has it up. Bless you. Alongside the official account of what was seized, an IED, eight Molotov cocktails, six Makarov pistols, a sawed-off shotgun, a grenade, ammo, and so on. The Sims 3 being included in the photos, and multiple expansions as well, seems like a bizarre insertion into what are fairly blatant propaganda pictures. It's so odd you have to ask why these Nazis, supposed Nazis, were to be associated with The Sims 3. So, before I reveal why it, it's possible that The Sims 3 was included in these pictures, let me paint the picture for you.
0: Oh, shit. I don't, we probably shouldn't show a swastika on stream, should we? Probably not. Yeah, we'll get rid of that.
1: So, Russia is claiming there are Ukrainian Nazis that are going to assassinate a Russian TV host. And they've right. foiled, the Rus- foiled the Nazis' plans. Right. Here is all the shit we found in their apartment or whatever all the weapons and clearly they were nazis and they were clearly going to you know attack and kill us right trying to paint the the ukraines your people as awful evil people josh
0: yeah well listen just like the united states there is a big sect of people that are definitely not good folks but right anyway they do exist right but this is yes
1: this continue. is clearly planted and fake. Right,
0: correct. Continue.
1: This is this is all propaganda. Right. So one comical but surprisingly plausible explanation is that the FSB was told to take pictures with Sims as in phone SIM cards among the items and the person that set the photo up thought they meant the Sims dude. The video, <laughs> the
0: video game. game. That is awesome. That is so awesome. <laughs> Oh, man. That's you can't make that shit dude. up, my man. That's hilarious. How did he even get, like, is there no, like, checks here? Like, in their propaganda?
1: Dude, they probably f- just said, yo, go set up a, uh, an apartment, put all this in there. We want a Nazi t-shirt, Hitler stickers, uh, a bunch of weapons, uh, you know, phones, and make sure you get the Sims, too, dude. The Sims have to be in the picture. And they were like, Yes, the Sims. And they went to the store to Walmart and they bought The Sims and every fucking expansion for The Sims and put it in the picture.
0: But what I'm saying is before they release the propaganda, doesn't like somebody check it?
1: No. So it was a, like, well, guess maybe, but it was a seize, like it was a live video seize. They seized the property and that was one of the, uh, the screenshots that people took. Yeah. That's awesome. And I'm sure the people that set it up were like, we don't know why we're putting the Sims here, dude. But they say they Sims, it.
0: we got to put Sims.
1: Yeah, they say the Sims. That's awesome. So that's awesome. Uh, the Sims is awesome. And uh fuck Russia. All right, Josh, time for an ad. I'm not drinking it today. I'm drinking some Powerade. But oh, I'm drinking it. I'm
0: almost done my bottle.
1: There you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you didn't know, this is Haptic Cast, Haptic Intel's podcast, weekly podcast. And we are sponsored by W Energy. What are you doing?
0: Fixing my headphones.
1: You look like you're like waiting for me to tell you a story. I am. If you didn't know, the W was formulated w. to give you W Energy was formulated to give you focus and energy with no jitters or crashes. Their formula contains vitamins, amino acids, and nootropics, including the patented neurofactor. There's no calories, there's no sugar, there's no artificial colors, there's no fillers, none of the bad stuff, but all of that good stuff. Your current energy drink costs anywhere between $2 to $3 per can, but I'm here to tell you right now, W Energy costs about $1 per cup. And that is a deal, my friends. But you can get an even better deal if you use code SLICK at checkout. That's right. Haptic Intel, Haptic Cast, we have our own promo code at W. GG, and that code is s-l-i-c-k slick if you use that you'll save 10 percent on your order not just this order not just your first order but every order from here on out so if you find it hard to work or study use code slick save 10 percent on
0: w use code slick brett te- real quick to add to that we have a we have a we have a live uh testimonial about w.
1: From a, a live christian, testimonial
0: from christian he says I used some W in the gym today, and I lifted and ran much more than usual. Very hashtag slick.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. So
0: use that code at checkout, 10% off, which Christian did.
1: You wouldn't get that with Powerade, but with W, you would. That's right. All right, well, Christian, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Um, I think it's time we talk about our main topic. It's finally time.
0: Maybe. Josh, Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Give me one second. Silent? More like Silent Shill, am I right? That was sus. So, I'm going to preface by
1: saying I'm really, I'm like off the hype train for Silent Hill because we've been burned so many times, but... This is the most hyped I can get at this moment. I'm telling you that right now. I'm trying my best. Well, this Um, is
0: like the most tangible, real thing, I suppose. Yeah,
1: Yeah, because the last screenshots that were leaked were from old builds, right? Right, right. We're finally getting something, and it's called Silent Hill The Short Message.
0: That's right. So, Brett, the Game Rating and Administration Committee of Korea rated the unannounced Silent Hill. The short message. Platforms were not specified. We don't know what that means. The the short
1: message. We're speculating. This is a playable demo a la PT.
0: Right. The publisher is listed as UNIANA, which regularly publishes Konami games in Korea. Uniana, dude. Come on. Regular publishes Konami games in Korea. I just sounded like Morgan Freeman there for a second konami's free-to-play soccer game eFootball 2023 was published by the same entity which was also included in today's batch i think this was yesterday of korean games ratings. so you know anything? what that means what it's coming soon yes you have anything to add to that before i continue with this next part
1: no just that usually when a game gets rated by any um game rating administration company it's probably coming soon or it's going to start getting promoted very soon and they don't want to have the rating pending um and usually it's one of these other countries it's not like america or japan it's someone else outside of that that usually leaks these Mm -hmm. on accident so
0: so infamous resident evil series insider dusk golem friend of the show we've talked about them before leaks a screenshot in a private discord channel So, Adrian Marshall 167, who is a Reddit user, translated the text on the screen, which the screenshot is behind us for the video viewers. But basically, it's a dark hallway with some looking like a a phone message exchange on the screen. Uh, The translation is this. Uh, My partner translated the text and basically two friends discussing someone called Maya, who has passed suddenly. They are speaking with each other about how much they didn't know prior to Maya's death. And one of the two seems to be exploring an abandoned apartment complex that she once lived in. Now, the leaks from the original, the images from the original leak suggest that the player will be uncovering the circumstances of Maya's background. That's right. Which we have we talked about the aesthetic gamer leak a couple weeks ago. Right. Which is also behind us for video viewers.
1: So we know. Bloober is making a Silent Hill 2 remake, apparently. Right. The Bloober team. Right now we're getting silent hill the short message which is um a teaser for the next mainline silent hill game
0: right and then
1: possibly a mainline silent hill game finally coming out and this all lines up with what we've heard rumors of things we've been speculating on for many years what we've
0: been talking about for a while right multiple projects in development three projects yep yeah
1: dust golem had those screenshots that he leaked the original leak from a few months ago with really early, 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 early stuff, screenshots. A lot of them included stuff from this, what appeared to be the, uh, the short message, right? Could this be project Sakura, which is the Sakura, the, uh, the, uh, cherry blossom monster that we saw in the leaks, um, who the original silent Hill creator, or a designer who designed Pyramid Head, designed, actually. Right. Um, So, yeah, I I don't know. There's a lot of things that are starting to add up. There's a lot of of loose ends that are finally starting to connect. We're finally starting to see something in terms of an ESRB-esque rating for a game. Uh, So,
0: yeah. It would
1: make sense that this is coming soon.
0: Yeah. I think to speculate a little bit, the short message screams teaser to me. Right. Yeah, sure. Like, it just screams like this is like a playable teaser, like PT was. I think it makes sense from the fact that they would be kind of silly not to, given the success of PT, to get hype and tie people over while they continue development, which may be further along than, you know, maybe some people anticipate. Um, I would assume they've been working on something at least since Kojima left. Right. Like at least in some sort of stage which you know would put some game close it's definitely not bluer teams i just I, right i because they just did the medium and they have they probably have been working on their thing for more than a year and layers of fears or whatever oh, forgot about it. layers of bad names yeah. um hear that i don't know what that was um so I think that makes sense. I think that it'd be silly not to given the success of PT. Um, and how much stuff, you know, has been leaking and constantly rumored and all that. I mean, you know, if it looks like shit, smells like shit, you know, it's probably shit. So um, yeah. I would assume a announcement is imminent.
1: So one of the things that sticks with me is when I think of the short message, I think of the original concept of uh, – silent hills that kojima wanted which was a game where it could text you and email you in real life Mm. like the game would send you messages from the game in real in the real world right and then i see these leaked screenshots that show text messages and stuff like that and i'm wondering if that's going to play a part still a short message message a text message an email is that still going to be a component here without kojima i don't know but i'm getting that vibe additionally The text message uh, on the screen in the new leak, again, it shows two friends discussing someone named Maya who passed away. It's very possible that this short message is either a prequel or a sequel to the actual game in which you do play as Maya, and you actually see her fate unravel, right? Mm -hmm. So, not sure. Um, Those are some speculations for me. Uh, I'm not an insider. I don't have any insider information except what leaks out, but Right. Yeah, I think I think we're going to get this soon. Now, do I know when we're going to get it or when it's going to be announced? I don't know that either. I'm trying to think of like when the next PlayStation State of Play will be. Can't be anytime soon. Uh, TGS just happened. Didn't happen there, which is another spot that it probably would. Right. I'm thinking Game Awards, my man. Really?
0: It's the only other place. Yeah, that but it would... I don't think Jeff Keighley would allow Konami to return. Silent Hill? Not unless Kojima was involved in some way. Maybe yes. Maybe. I don't know. But that's it. Just I mean, I mean, unless that it's would, make something sense. Unannounced. Yeah, would make sense.
1: Yeah, unless it's an unannounced show, I don't know where else they would show this off at. Um, Maybe at a big PlayStation showcase. Because the other, well, here's the other thing though. PlayStation today just dropped information that about PSVR two and how it's going to drop early next year. And that's something that I would think they would mention in a show if they were going to do that. So. January.
0: PSX, dude. It's coming
1: back. Let's fucking go. Yeah, I mean, that's all we got for you for Silent Hill. We'll update you as we find out more, but until then... Welcome to the come zone.
0: That's all we got. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of tired of hearing about about it. I mean, we've literally worked ourselves up to, like, every show that happens. We're
1: like, dude, Silent Hill. Silent yeah. Hill. To our credit,
0: shit's been leaking. So... Well. Listen, it'll happen when it will happen. In the meantime, we got Overwatch 2 and uh, you know, got war coming soon. So Right, 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 right. Well, all right. That's it. It's all over. That's all we got. It's ogre. It's all ogre. It's all tactics ogre. Tactics, ogre. Ogre tactics.
1: Um, thank you guys for watching. Uh this was a, a nice little episode, a recap of what we did. Um, with the media consumption update, a little bit longer than usual. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, some reviews for you. And Josh, I know we said we were going to play a little preview of uh, the vlog from California. Do you still want to do that?
0: Yeah, we can. I mean, I have it queued up. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's end the show with that. All right. Well, the audio listeners, well, first of all, like, comment, subscribe, follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all that. TikTok links in the description. Uh, you can subscribe to us on your favorite audio platforms, including Spotify and elsewhere. Uh, wherever major podcasts are sold, slash uh, accessed, uh, you can subscribe to us there. Audio listeners will leave you there. We love you. Appreciate you very much. Number one and uh, United Arab Emirates and wherever the other thing was, Nepal. Nepal. Um, thank you. Goodbye. We love you.